Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And this week we have a special guest in a one, the Taco Joe. Hello, hello. Uh, shout out the Alliance. We're 7-0. We're ranked 24th in the nation. Like, there's a number by our name on ESPN, man. Like, this feels... Like, I didn't know football could make you feel like this. And the Cowboys are winning and UTSA is winning. And, like... Hold this on. Is the- Hold on. Hold on. It's one thing to be a UTSA fan. That's fine. But you're a fucking Cowboys fan? I'm from San Antonio, Texas, dude. <laughs> so? You think I'm going to be a Houston fan? I was born and raised in Bossier City, Louisiana, and I'm a diehard Titans fan. Well, I'm sorry that your dad doesn't love you as much as my dad does, dude. Because, well, sorry, there's airplanes. I'd, I'd, I'd have to have a father to, that loves me, so joke's on you, pal. And, uh, and, 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 and two, my father is a San Francisco 49ers fan. Well, why? You know, why? Because he grew up in California in the 70s and 80s. Mm, so, you, so think about this. My dad grew up in Texas in the 60s and 70s. Well, then that's a pretty, that's a, he could have been a Dallas Texans fan to become a Chiefs fan. No, 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 no. Because the Dallas Texans moved out of Dallas before my dad was speaking. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. He, the, his first love was the Dallas Cowboys and by golly, it'll be his last two. Well, that's sweet. Meanwhile, my love is the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, the team we are here to talk about today. What a masochist. <laughs> you told me? No, me. A Cowboys fan isn't masochist. It's just not smart, but let's move on. Yeah, so like Taco Joe mentioned, UTSA is undefeated and has a number by their name. It's, I think, 23 or 24, depending on the poll, if I remember right. And they are who Tech welcomes into Joe IA Stadium, not to- Taco Joe IA, just Joe IA, to, to face... Re- if, they, if we lose, which we're going to, to UTSA, we can rename it Taco Joe IA for the day. I'm down for that. That sounds like a, that sounds like a, like a, fitting, a fitting bet. And if we lose, which we won't, I'll be Gumbo Joe for the week. Hey, hey, yeah, that's a good bet. That's a good bet. You have to change your Twitter name and everything. (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but yeah, so UTSA undefeated on the year coming in for Tech's homecoming game because Tech just doesn't have another home game (laughs) in the month of October. And Uh, yeah, this is probably the worst time as a Tech fan it feels like to be playing a ranked opponent in conference. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off probably one of the worst games I've ever seen us play just in terms of the it's the uh, worst. It's the worst game I've seen under skip since uh, his first year. Worst conference game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. So far, yeah, worst absolutely. conference game so far. <laughs> oh no, nice. it's gonna get, I'm sure it'll get worse. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I would say our fan base is probably uh, not optimistic about this weekend, but then we got we got our guy Ben over at Blue Tech Blue. He's been locking it locking this game up all year. He said we're not losing to UTSA at home. So I don't know. I don't know if I see it right now, but we'll talk about the matchup and everything and and see uh, what our final predictions are at the end of the show. Death by shooting squad. Yeah. So let's preview this UTSA team a little bit um, to get away from that death by firing squad joke that Matt just made. Anyway, usually we go offense and then defense. Kind of talk about the opponents' offense then defense. Uh, so far, the UTSA offense, it's almost kind of odd the way that a lot of these stats are kind of middle of the pack. They're 33rd overall in the country in total offense, 45th in rushing offense, 39th in passing offense. Uh, there's not really one place here offensively they really stand out, but yet they're undefeated. Is is there a reason, at least offensively, why that kind of checks out Taco Joe? 
Yeah, honestly, in my opinion, the reason we've been doing so good this year is, and I'm going to get a little Coach Trailer talky here. Don't mind me. It's it really just is just like everybody eats, everybody puts in, everybody adds to the adds to the campfire and adds to the pot in the middle, and everyone does something while they're on the field. You know what I mean? Like it is it is constant production from the left tackle to the starting quarterback from from the wide out. You know what I mean? Like every single guy is doing way more than they should be and they're accomplishing things and they're and they're setting blocks and they're making and they're making the right reads and they're cutting the right ways and they're doing like every single thing that they can be doing correctly is being done correctly and this offense is just firing at all cylinders and firing at all cylinders doesn't mean scoring 60 points a game it means scoring more points than the opponent and that's at the end of the day that's what it's about and they're just they're just doing that and they're being efficient and frank harris is playing just lights out the offensive line is just keeping him as safe as they can do Knock on wood here, uh, and uh, it's just awesome to see. I mean, all of our running backs eat, all of our all of our wide receivers score. Like, yeah, it's it's just efficiency. Yeah, I, I actually have a question about Frank Harris. I mean, last year he he played, you know, as the starting quarterback. I think for most of the year, right? And his stats yeah, was- are. I mean, he's he's already almost passed up all of his stats from last year through seven games um, this year. So, like, what changed for him? that makes him kind of the guy you've been looking for all along. So the thing about Frank Harris is that he has won the starting position at UTSA three times. There have been three separate occasions where he's won the starting position and then lost it. Every time he's lost it, it was due to injury. He won it one under Frank Wilson, and he's won it twice under Jeff Trailer now. And I said it probably about a year ago at this point that when Frank Wilson is healthy, he's probably the best quarterback in this conference. Like When he is healthy, he just is a gamer. He wins football games. He makes the right decisions. He does it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just he does the right thing at every given moment. And when he's, like I said, when he's healthy, he's that guy. The problem that's been for the past two years is health. I mean, he busts one thing and then there's another thing. And he goes down in the first play against UNT. And he never really recovers from that for the rest of the year. And last year, he's just, it's a nervous thing with COVID. And there's a whole, there's a whole another thing going on with the 2020 season. This year, he had a real offseason. He had real time to spend in the weight room real time to spend in rehab and just get himself 100% healthy. And he's finally playing like the quarterback we knew he could have been four years ago. You know what I mean? I, I hate to give Frank Wilson credit, but like Frank Wilson saw this kid, this kid can play football, like this kid can ball. And he's just finally being able to do that. And he finally has an offensive line and receivers and a running back that make it possible for him to flourish. And it's a coach calling plays that knows a thing or two about f- football and he's just doing the right things for him. And Frank is just succeeding because he finally is in the proper position to, I think is what it is. You mentioned the offensive line. That's one of the things that you've watched the games. I'm looking at the numbers. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the, the difference between the perspectives here. Uh, but in terms of offensive line and protection and stuff like that, UTSA ranks eighth best in the country at not allowing their QB to get sacked. Yeah, seven all season. Like, it's... Seven all season, and we've allowed one in the past three games. Like, it's pretty wild. That's incredible. Yeah. Especially yeah. considering what we just saw in El Paso last week. Yeah. Yep. And then, so Frank Harris is not the only, you know, major part of this offense, right? You've, you've also got the name we're very familiar with as Tech fans uh, from last season, Sincere McCormick. Um, you know, talk a little bit about him. He's currently eighth in the nation in rushing yards, uh, 778 through seven games. So, um, that's something that we as tech fans are not used to uh, lately in terms of having a, a good uh, running attack. So uh, what's the key to that? Um, my thing with Sincere is the 
people want to say the book's out on him, and that's not what I'm trying to say here. So I'm not going to try to get that twisted. Sincere's probably one of the best running backs in G5. I think we can all admit that. Um, but like, yeah, no, there's people who have tape on him. And I think Trailer said it today in his, in his post-practice interview. He was like, every time Sincere gets the ball, there's two defenders on him. And Sincere being able to take that and not letting ego and press and NIL nonsense get in the way of him, like doing his part for the team. Cause he realizes like now he's kind of, he plays a decoy role a lot now and him playing a decoy role. Guess what? That lets Zakari score. That lets Frank score that, you know what I mean? Like it just opens up the rest of the playbook. Cause they're trying, they're selling out and trying to stop sincere. Well, guess what? Our quarterback can run our quarterback can throw shoot. Our other, our other running backs can throw our, our wide receivers can throw our quarterback can catch. Like there's nothing we can't do. Um, we're, we're pulling out, we're pulling out Texas high school trick plays uh, against WKU and winning the game. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's it's um it's just a lack of selfishness from sincere, I think, in my opinion, and him playing his part in the in the, in the offense and him doing his scheme and just putting his his nose into the grindstone, trying to trying to raise a banner, you know. Yeah, and even even with that, like I said, I mean, he's he's gone over a hundred yards five times this season. So yeah, no, and that's, I mean, and that's the thing. Like we're spoiled as UTSA fans. We're saying like, yeah, sincere hasn't had the great year he's been having because like, but he like you said like he's averaging like one eleven a game. Like, yeah. He's eighth is, in the nation currently in rushing yards. Yeah. So like, so yeah, don't, uh, don't sell that man short. He's having a great season. Um, oh, he's having, a, he's having a fantastic season. But like, like I said, like that's us UTSA fans. We're just so spoiled by him that, <laughs> that we want 90 touchdowns and he only gives us 89 and we're like, Oh, what are we doing here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in terms of like the, the passing game, right? Frank Harris, obviously doing a pretty good job. What about some of the receivers? Who should we look out for there? Uh, the big name you're looking for is Carly Franklin. In my opinion, I mean, he scored four of our touchdowns this year. He gets, um, I'm looking at the ESPN stats. I don't know what's on my head, by the way. <laughs> um, he like, he's, he's the guy. Yeah, we that, cheat all the time too. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. He's the guy that I'm just, you should always be scared of a big, of a big threat from him. Like he's going to get a first down. He's going to get a 20 yard play. Joshua Stevens is another one of those guys. I mean, I don't want, I, I can just start listing off names of the roster because there's literally not a single guy on the team who plays receiver who hasn't caught a ball, you know, like we've been like trailers. So adamant on, on rotating guys out and being, and being strong in your depth. One second, I'm about to sneeze. You know, sometimes the Oakland Cedar gets to us too. Uh, that was a reference to our alma mater for all those of y'all who didn't get that. Um, what's it called? But no, so much of our team <coughs> is, is constant there, but the, the, the big, the big three you're looking for is Cephas, Franklin and Clark. Those are the guys that are going to be your big threats. Those are your outside guys who, can make plays, can catch crazy balls, and who are just freaking fast. Nice. Yeah. So let's switch over to the other side of the ball. Let's talk about defense for a second. Uh, at least on paper, UTSA's defense doesn't look quite as good as what UTEP has been able to put up this so far this year or North Carolina mm-hmm. State, uh, which is good for the Bulldogs, but they're still pretty good, especially at stopping the run. Right now, uh, UTSA is fifth in the nation and allowing 82 yards per game. I mean, run defense seems like the focal point of this roadrunner defense is that kind of what it feels like in terms of what you're seeing on your side too or is it just teams are having to run against them because or not able to run against them because utsa has been winning and that forces them to pass i think a big part of it honest to god is is our safeties our safeties um rashad wisdom antonio parks darren taylor like those guys are just monsters like we um to to talk about how spoiled we've been as utsa fans these past few years um, the feeling around the fan base is that Rashad Wisdom is like, ah oh, man, like I wish Rashad was doing more. Like I wish I wish he had a couple more picks. Like the dude leads the team in tackles. 
He leads the team in every single tackle category except for sacks because he's a safety. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's insane how good he's doing, and we're like, eh, like I wish we were doing more. Like, ah, blah, he's blowing coverages. It's like he's got thirty-one tackles on the year. It's it's week eight. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we talking about? Um, what name is that again? Uh, that was Rashad Wisdom. He was our uh, our star. Like he he really shined last year as like one of the focal points of the defense. And he, I mean, he's like I said, he still is. Um, we uh, the media and fans maybe not don't see it, but it's definitely a thing that teams are scared to run to, to pass against UTSA. And when they're scared to pass, they have to run. And guess what? Well, our defensive line is about as good as it comes. Well, so it's I, again, I hate to say everyone's good, but like it, we're just a good football team, man. I don't know what to think. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, this was the number that was scaring me. I was trying to find it earlier, and I, I wasn't until just now. Right now, excluding FCS games, uh, UTSA is allowing 2.6 yards per rush, which is sixth best in the country, excluding yeah. FCS opponents in those games. So that's that with a tech team who we were sold hard on how we have four running backs that could all be starters, and yet none of them have really stepped up to a level we that we're have- expecting any of them to step up to. That concerns me. Yeah, we have one running back who's a starter, and he's not like a great starter, you know, so far. Um, and I think a lot of that is our offensive line issues. But um, shittiest yeah, I mean, offensive line we've had since I have since, supported teams. Since 2020, you mean? Since um, last year, yeah. yeah. If you take uh, out last uh, year, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, just been very, very bad. Yeah, I mean, w- looking into some of the more advanced stats, like, it pretty much backs up what the what the simpler stats say, but for game planning for tech, I mean, I think I said this last week. We gotta we gotta pass the ball, right? And last week we didn't have time to pass the ball, which of course was the problem. But um, UTSA, their expected points added um, when an opponent runs against them is negative point one. So basically, every time a team chooses to run the football against UTSA the outcome is that that team loses a 10th of a point off their score for the game. So um, not great. And uh, that's 17th best in the nation. And then when a team passes, it's at least a positive number, but it's 0.08. So um, yeah, I mean, UTSA is a really good team. Like you said, Joe is basically what that's uh, adding up to. Like we, I'm a, I'm what I call a football mystic. And I, I like to do pregame uh, ritual and I don't I don't touch certain things on game day and I don't take certain pictures and I don't say certain things before I kick off you know what I mean and I I don't cut my hair the whole season until we lose what are some of those things that you don't say because so we can say them on Saturday morning before the game or next <laughs> year assuming we're still in the same conference I can bring some hair scissors and just run up behind you and cut your hair Samson style <laughs> biblical reference and uh no, and so cause tech to win it was week five going into Western Kentucky when it was like a Monday. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to cut my hair. So I cut my hair and saying like, look, there's no, there's no superstition. There's no mumbo jumbo. It's not voodoo. It's not mojo. We're a good football team. We have good football players. We have a good football coach. And like, we're just going to win a lot of football games until, until the sun sets on this day in UTSA history. You know what I mean? Like it's just going to be good for a little bit and I'm just going to hold on and enjoy the ride. And well, you enjoy it kid because you never know when yeah. it's going to be gone. Yeah, that, that's a really healthy way to look at it. You know, talk to us in like nine years when yeah. it's been nine years since you've been good and see, see how jaded <laughs> you are then. But yeah, oh, no, um, I'll say, look, those days were good. It'll come again. It's they're always rising or falling. Like, yeah, the the frustrating thing is when you've when you've been like good adjacent for mm-hmm. the most of those nine years, but you've never found that 
that rush again, you know, of being five and zero oh and yeah. and going toe to toe with a with a ranked team, you know. Um, I mean, there's no, there's, there's, no, there's literally no feeling in the world of going into your homecoming game with like a, a ranking looming, undefeated, and then just beating the living crap out of Rice, like yeah. a team that we used to like not be able to hang with, like. Yeah. To just beat the crap out of them, you know what I mean? And it's like, look, we're all going to work for a rice owl one day, one way or the other. But like <laughs> Saturday, we got to be the big boys. <laughs> They're also going to the AAC, but you know, <laughs> sorry, apparently. boys, it's going to look it's going to look really nice in the P six. I mean, like, apparently, we'll, we'll you, I'll I'll make sure to I'll make sure to stop by on the podcast before we reach our first national title game. What when you're 125? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, if, I, if I mean, can't, why can't we? Look, I mean, I, I've been told um, our SEC invites in the mail, so yeah. <laughs> just if we're just wait, yeah, it got lost. The USPS yeah. mishandled it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about all that stuff at some point. We're just avoiding that issue on our yeah, podcast. I, for basically. the for the record, right now, since yeah, this is we're recording this Monday night. This is coming out Thursday morning. I don't want to talk too much about it because the yeah. next three days, I imagine a lot is going to come out. And so it doesn't really sure. make There's too much be, sense to talk about it all right now. Very soon. Yeah. yeah. So um, we have kind of talked about a lot of players. Um, uh, Taco Joe has given us a lot of players to think about. Nathan, you got a player that we should look out for in this game? I mean, can it really be anybody other than Sincere McCormick? Even if he's being used as a, a decoy or whatever uh, he's being used as he's possibly the best player in conference USA right. at least best skill player and so I, how can you not watch the guy <laughs> if you're taking the name of this category literally yeah I mean after what he did to us last year you know yeah. close game um we could not we had no answer for him in the second half last year uh, we were up 13 points and you know he was just gashing us for like 15 yards of carry and I turned to to my friend Kyle, who I was watching the game with, and I said, "We're going to lose this game by one point." And then what happened? Sincere McCormick, you know, <laughs> made, you know, brought that into fruition, and and that's me being conditioned as a Tech fan, you know, which is fun for me. But last year, Sincere McCormick put up 165 yards, three touchdowns, and at the time, a school record 37 carries, um, which he has since broken this year against Memphis. He had 41 carries. He um, also has the all-time touchdown record in ETSA history. Yeah, all time yards. Basically, every every significant rushing title he has, and he's only a junior, which is enraging. <laughs> so um, thanks, COVID. The worst thing that COVID nineteen did was allow I UTSA to keep Sincere McCormick for another year. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. Year. He can stay it's there another year. So he technically has two more years. Is he technically a sophomore right now? No, he's a junior, but you get a COVID year. So yeah, his first year was twenty nineteen. So did he did he redshirt in twenty eighteen? I think, Do you so. know, okay, good. Okay. So <laughs> right. whatever the case may be, of course you guys are going to leave for the AAC or like right after since, since McCormick is done and you know, we would have gotten away from him, but no, what's, um, what we, we've been joking about it. It's like, we're going to win our first conference championship and then just leave. And it's like, well, <laughs> Oh man, God, I'll be so fucking mad if you guys win a conference title before we do. Oh my God. We'll just leave. <laughs> I'd be so fucking mad. Okay, I don't. Uh, I don't see. Matt, how do you have a player to watch? Uh, the whole fucking team. That's a <laughs> cop out. I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's got true a, though. I don't, I don't see how it could be anybody other than sincere McCormick. Uh, so I, I'm right there with you guys. The stats are pretty pretty incredible. 
even if he's being used as a so-called decoy, having almost 800 rushing yards through seven games is nothing to balk at. Yeah. He's a, yeah. he's an awesome player. Uh, I say this with a lot of disappointment in my voice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for all the fans of all these teams that have struggled for years and years and years and are finally getting the chance to have a, a prominent role in the conference. Rice had their year. UAB has had a couple of years. UTSA, it looks like this is their year. They have the they have the 122nd ranked strength of schedule going forward. So I don't see how the fuck they're going to lose to anybody. Uh, so this is it. It's lining up to be their year. Hey. I'm happy for their for their fans because Why I'm just not? manifesting UTEP to the national title game. Like you said last nah, week, Matt in jest. let's go. Yeah, that's, that's not plausible. UTEP I mean, 11 like, and one conference champions. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Um, I, I'm not putting that past the realm of possibility, but yeah, UTEP I'm, winning the national title would be hysterical, but they, nobody in conference USA can compete with any hey, of those. For the record, I'm pretty sure um, UTEP is the only, uh, is the only school in USA with the men's basketball title. 1969, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. No, specifically, <laughs> men's men's basketball title. Hey. I said that. I said that. Yeah, we got we got three motherfucking titles. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Women's sports don't count. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that. Oh, Matt. Yeah. Um. So, my my <laughs> oh, player. Oh, Matt should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> it's the title of my wife's podcast. <laughs> So my my player to watch here, um, Jesus Christ! That's also in the podcast. Final cut. My my player to watch is going to be Tremaine Bell. Um, he is a a junior defensive lineman who has three and a half sacks on the year. And last week, I don't know if you guys watched the game at all, but uh, defensive lineman with sacks caused problems for us. Um, in really? fact. Yeah, in fact, one of their defensive linemen had three and a half sacks against Tech's offensive line just in that one game. So well, if any if any of these guys want to double their sack totals, um, this might be the game to do it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think if we can't, I mean, if we want to have any shot, we're going to have to see the offensive line play like they did against NC State uh, more so than last week. So um, otherwise, well, otherwise, we're just done. We're not going to we're not going to win. If you play like that, we're, you can't win. You can't score points, right? Three points against UTEP isn't well, going to get it done in any of the uh, other games either. So that's my guy, uh, Tremaine Bell. Uh, Joe, you got a tech player that you're particularly worried about or um, anybody you think that uh, that might surprise us as far as a UTSA player we haven't mentioned so far? Um, I'd like to see BJ Daniels score a touchdown again. That was awesome last week. He's a he's a fan favorite running back who we just we love the pieces because he he's just been a, a real a real like journeyman with the team and just giving his all to UTSA and we got to see him score last week to see him to score running at La Tech would be cool I mean it's just I I feel bad because like I, I feel like I'm bragging this whole time but you like, are you fucking are the whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just I mean I'm really excited we've never won in Rustin before and like it feels like not like nothing feels impossible and. I just feel I just feel ten feet oh. tall, and I, I like listening to podcasts, and I listen to SEC podcasts, and Big Ten podcasts, and I listen to all of them, and they'll mention us, and it's just like, man, that's so freaking cool, and we just and we just get to talk all the all the shit talk we we are capable of talking, and we just back it up every single Saturday, and it's I'm scared that the camera crew won't do a good job because stadium sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, uh, stadium, so, but- the network. I thought you were throwing shade to. To possibly soon to be renamed Taco Joe IA Stadium. 
<laughs> but no, the the channel sucks. Okay, we can all get on board on that. Yeah, you hey, luckily, I'm leaving next year, baby. I got ESPN for the rest of my life. There you go. I was gonna say, has UTSA played anybody good? I'd say Western Kentucky's pretty good. Yeah, Western Kentucky's got a really good offense. That was like a shootout game, wasn't it? Yeah, man. But nowhere near the level of UTEP's schedule heading into our game last week. <laughs> uh, it would also nowhere. I mean, I feel like that's worth something, even if it is yeah. Illinois. No, I hey, we haven't beat hey, the Power hey. Five team in the regular season since we beat Virginia and Illinois back in 2012. So those yeah. were the days. Yeah, we have beaten them in bowl games though. So I remember that. Yeah, Miami. You yeah. know, 14 to nothing. Anyway, so what? Uh, I don't know how to transition into this, Nathan. So yeah. So uh, before we just jump straight into talking trash and predicting either our team to win or that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not all of us are rooting for the same team is the point. Let's go ahead and say what the computers say. Uh, Massey rankings gives Tech a 36% chance to win it with a 30 to 24 UTSA final predicted. ESPN FBI gives Tech a 32% chance to win. Uh, Vegas opened at a uh, UTSA uh, minus five line. So basically predicting UTSA winning by five. It's now down to minus seven. Uh, so they're predicting the Roadrunners to take this one by a touchdown. Over under right now is 59. So that's about a final score prediction of 33 to 26. Huh. But that's enough from the computers. What do we think? How do we think this game will go? I'll go uh, first. Matt, let's I'm start sure. with you. Yeah, I, I need to go first because mine's going to be the worst. Uh, Tech's going to get obliterated. Obliterated. It's not even going to be remotely close. It's not going to be a six-point victory, seven-point victory. I'm not saying it's going to be a 70-point victory, though I think that's possible. Uh, I would say it's going to be in the neighborhood of probably 52 to 10. I think Tech's going to absolutely get obliterated, like Exodia obliterated out of Yu-Gi-Oh. One one week tells you that? What about the previous five games? Fuck them. I mean, that's fair. That might happen. I don't know. Tech is going to get absolutely obliterated. All right, it's I'll gonna, go next. Uh, yeah, Evan, it uh, sounds like you disagree. Uh, what do you think? That's not going to happen. 52 to 10 is not going to happen. I, I think that this is not a great spot for Tech. Um, you know, UTSA is playing with a ton of confidence, which we just experienced last week against UTEP, um, a team that we thought was not good, even though they were 5-1, and one, and they probably aren't good. I, I said earlier, um, UTEP hasn't played anybody until they played us. And then I was like, well, maybe they still haven't played anybody. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, but our team is better than what we put on the field for well, whatever reason last week. Well, I, just and, a quick, just a quick rebuttal to that. You're probably right. Maybe it won't be an absolute obliteration, but I don't, it, you reference UTEP not being very good, even though they're five and one. And I look at UTSA and they really haven't played anybody. They don't have any strong out of conference games that they played, a la Tech and NC State. They beat Memphis. That's not fair. They beat Memphis. Well, they're not a fucking SEC school. Yeah, uh, who knows what's uh, happening they anymore? Beat one, Anarchy in the streets. Yeah. So it's well, yeah, you got you got me there. But UTSA, you mentioned that word confidence. They know they're not gonna lose this game. And when you when you play loose like that, and when you have that coach who I guess comes up with all those like business buzzwords that Mr. Joe was throwing out a second ago. Uh, and you're just feeling like you can beat anybody any week. That's, that's kind of like the, that intangible thing that I look at and they're, and they, do you think that they don't realize they've never won in Joe IA? That's probably like bulletin board shit all week for them. 
Yep. Exactly. Yeah, he knows, and I'm sure that's what they're doing. That's like bulletin board shit. Like we've never won here, and right. they probably don't think that they can that we can go in there and win because even though I don't really think UTSA has played anyone decent, they're a really good football team. And uh, they probably could contend with an SEC school. Not a very good SEC school, but a good one. Are you sticking with 52 to 10 or are you changing? I'm kind of leaning towards like 72 to 10. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the floor back from you here because this was in this all was seriousness. This was I, my time, damn it. Um, well, you kind of didn't give me a chance to explain, so I wanted to. Oh, explain did I not? You've you given two predictions now. You you literally took took my time to make another prediction. I didn't really say seventy two to ten. It's not going to be seventy two to ten. Do we have so to pull up Robert's rules of order? I don't know what that is. So uh, I'm uh, Nathan's got Nathan's gonna have or a any other fraternity or anything yeah i was gonna find you alpha shout out one's always long baby i'm sticking with 52 to okay um before evan says let's get everyone else's not that exciting anyway but i'm just looking at utsa schedule here and um seven and oh they had a shootout with western kentucky um two blowout wins uh shutouts against lamar and rice um two great teams obviously (laughs) um the thing that stands out to me though, is that 52 to 46 victory at Western Kentucky. And immediately before that, a 24 to 17 game at home against UNLV, who is absolutely awful dog shit program. Um, Oh, and six currently in the mountain West. So that one's a little surprising. I mean, this UTSA team has played flat before. Clearly they, they only won that one by seven points at home when they were probably game was we were in the driver's seat the whole game we put the backup backups in in the fourth quarter and they scored twice well it was still seven i think it was twice look i mean granted we shouldn't have given that lead up but that was definitely that was a lot of garbage time points in that game i mean but even even still unlv is real bad and you put up 24 points so i i don't know i'm just saying i i don't think that this is out of the question for it to be a close game oh for sure Um, i've Go ahead. And yeah, I, I'm going to go with something along the lines of like um, 35 to 27 or something. Um, and I think UTSA wins. I, I think that I think that just on paper, the, the matchup is not great for tech. It's a running football team um, that can also pass offensively, obviously. And then they're going to force us to be one dimensional. And last week, that one dimension was completely taken away by UTEP's defense. So um, if we are forced to pass the football, I would have been very confident if we had gone out and beat UTEP like 24 to 10 or something like that. And our offense looked fine, but not great. I would say, yeah, I think we can win this one, you know, 38 to 34, but just the fact that our passing game was completely taken away by a UTEP team. That's like fine on defense or, or, or pretty good on defense makes me think that we're not going to be able to outscore, um, a balanced attack from UTSA. So 3527 I think is my final prediction. Yeah, and um I'm still kind of thinking about mine. So, uh how Taco Joe, how about let's get yours right now. So, I'm going to be straight with you boys. I am I'm a UTSA fan, so that means I'm cautious really? of, of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Um you guys have broken my heart before. You've you've done it a million times and I can't say you'll do it again because I don't think we're going to lose on Saturday and I'm not sure when we'll play you guys again. But if the news about the ACC wouldn't have dropped today, I would have said, you will break my heart again. Um, probably doing basketball this year. But uh, there's a plane flying overhead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking the score is going to be something like 31-21. I think, we, I think we score hot and heavy early. Um, and then we let you guys kind of come back into it in the second quarter. Coach Traylor gives one of his 
all-time locker room speeches about destiny and bringing the thunder down from the heavens. And then we what we, we said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just like who the fuck coaches this team? Jimmy Swagger? <laughs> yeah, no, he's the best man. Um, and we we have a big defensive third quarter. We score early in the fourth, and that's all she wrote. I think thirty-one twenty-one for the birds. My turn now. The final score is going to be thirty-eight seventeen. Just let's get that out of the way. Um, I oh, think man. UTSA Nathan, has. You always do this. Yeah. <laughs> you always make it interesting. Yeah. UTSA enters this game as the more interesting team, probably the better team. Uh, but it's not just a tech thing, but I think just a sports thing where I know I've said a bunch on this show, probably because I'm trying to eventually turn it into a t shirt. Um, you never want to play a good team after a bad loss. I still believe that Louisiana Tech is a good team, and this sure as hell was a bad loss against UTEP this mm. past week. I think yeah. uh, Tech comes out firing. Um, I think they actually start to take a lead early on. U- or UTSA uh, takes the lead for a little bit longer. And then Tech fourth quarter scores two touchdowns to take the game 38-17. And I love it. a ranked UTSA takes their first loss of the season. I love it. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, man, I want to hear it. Tell me. I, I wish all y'all would have picked you to win. <laughs> I was never going to do that. I, yeah, Matt, Matt is always <laughs> pessimistic in some sort. I'm always optimistic in some sort. It evens out. Uh, I I really do think that Tech is a better team than they showed last week. Even right after the game, I thought Tech was a better team than they showed last week. I love it. Yeah, let's go. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll take Give it. me more. I love it. I think, <laughs> I mean, I would never root for a UTSA loss, but that would sure as hell make things more interesting. Yeah, UTEP is winning the conference. I guess I'll go ahead and call that one right yes. now, too. UTEP's Let's go to UTEP. Jesus. Miners, baby, picks up, I think. They'll, is that a thing? They'll they be majors after after this season. Or is that, wait. I am. Well, I'm going to have the largest caravan of UTSA fans at a UTEP game, like ever. <laughs> That's a long drive, pal. Yeah, guess what? I'm used to it. Uh, one last thing to do before we wrap up is the tweet of the week. Okay, so in the first quarter of the Tech UTEP game, when we were down fourteen nothing, uh, very quickly, I tweeted, "This is pathetic," um, which it was. And then some guy. It was a very very funny. Sequence. Okay, so at dog d a w g eight 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 two tweeted for real. Even as bad as Jamar was, we could still beat UTEP. Couldn't win a big game, but still. So then Jamar, <laughs> the former quarterback of Louisiana Tech, <laughs> the, the following day at like 6.30 p.m., apparently searched his name on Twitter and uh, he does follow us, to be fair. So maybe yeah, he, he just saw it um, from that. But he said, quote, bad two question marks. Go check the stats from those years, bozo. And then a, <laughs> and then a crying laughing emoji, um, which so the, the tweet of the week goes to Jamar because not only did he call this guy a bozo, which is amazing, um, he also got the guy to delete his account. <laughs> he is no longer on Twitter, this dog8882. So All this um, between his shit waiting tables. But is there a dog8883? Maybe, maybe. There is a dog8883. <laughs> there is a film critic one. Oh my God. No, Matt, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's a deep that's a deep cut right there that that's is a very that's a that yeah. is a deep cut to a my very, twitter from 2015 so yeah. yes during his thesising years anyway yeah. before we go through all the wrap-up stuff uh taco joe where can, can we find you on the internet 
You can find me at, at Taco Joe underscore on Twitter and then at Joe and Jamar Power Hour on YouTube. Um, that's me and my boys. Uh, that's our podcast we do. It's mostly you to say football. Um, we talk a little NFL every once in a while, but that's the one. We record Tuesdays. It's on YouTube. It's a live video podcast kind of form. It's pretty cool stuff. Me and Jamar are handsome and funny, so everyone should go watch it. It's Joe and Jamar Power Hour and YouTube. Once you're done watching that video, head to our blog, gtpdd.dog, where we'll have, hopefully, Evan and I are collaborating on a post this week. Uh, but even if not, there are other things to do there, including the contest. What does that look like this week, Evan? Yeah, the uh, the contest will be out um, as of the time this, this podcast comes out. Um, so play that by the time we kick off at uh, 6 p.m. against UTSA. Still haven't graded last week's yet because I'm still mad about the results. So, you know. Um, not very motivated to to grade that one, but the um, Pick'em is out now as well, um, which you get to pick all the CUSA matchups. And uh, that one is, I was not prepared for this yet again. It's okay, bro. Um, We're used to it. Yeah. No, I, I live to let you down, Matt. <laughs> Just like my father. I'm about to as well with the merch talk in a second. Um. Yeah, So so right now we've got you know, we've got some players at the top. We got 509 dog with 100 total points in first place. Um, and he's done that by picking 87% of the games correctly. So that's um, ridiculous. Yeah. If you think you can do better, get on in here, you know? No, uh, I would rather not do that. See, we got our boy Josh in fourth place with 96 points. Um, Taco Joe, I don't believe that you have played. So um, I can't play what? Sh- the RCUSA pick them. Ooh, see, I'm very bad at stuff like that. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not great, but I am tied with our boy, Jack Whidden. All my homies hate Marshall. What's up, Jack? Send me my $5, bro. Let's go. I got that way earlier. <laughs> all my homies um, hate Marshall. What, Can we all just get five bucks? Do we just have to repeat yeah, it? Maybe. The, yeah, how about if, what if we all hate Marshall? Do we all get the five bucks? Yeah, after the, I'll just repeat that over and over again after the... Uh, after the, the finale go. plays as just the code dollars per yeah. time we mention it. Yeah. Yeah. But what? he and I are tied with my brother, Daniel in, uh, in 10th place with 92 points. So, um, there we go. That's my contest update. Yeah. And if he's not going to send us $5 per mention of that, that string right there, might as well, uh, you know, you could buy a shirt and send us five of those $5 payments all at once. Uh, yeah, the GTBDD shop, gtbd.org slash shop, uh, where you can buy several shirts that have GTPDD on them, um, or Go Tech Please Don't Die, or the October shirt of the month. This is coming out Thursday, so there's a week and a half left to get it before it becomes November, and there's a November shirt of the month. Uh, this one says, we have football. It's a dig at UAB, and uh, we could use a dig at UAB right now. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And I'm Taco Joe. And go tech. Please die. Please don't die. No. Sir. Please die. Sir. Hello, hello. Uh, Shout out the Alliance, Jack. I want to that five dollars um going through vortexes apparently hey joe joe you're cutting out pretty bad what no 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 no. (laughs)
Bro, I feel like I'm going through a time. I, I haven't lost the game all year. 